0: the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And
1: I'm Jocelyn Stevenson.
0: And today we'll be talking about how I was raised.
1: And how that can impact your relationship.
0: Absolutely. How were you raised?
1: Why well, I got to start with me.
0: Because your story uh, is probably longer than mine. You know, I'm not
1: going to give you no long long-winded. story. Long-winded. Just give me. Huh? It- Give you the highlights. Okay. The highlights. Oh, these low lights. Oh, my goodness. What do you got? Um, So, short synopsis on the way that I was raised. I'm number three of six. Mm -hmm. Um, Big family. That's all. We grew up very, very poor. Uh, And. Happy days hadn't arrived yet? uh, Happy days had not yet arrived yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Around poverty and violence most of my uh, upbringing and I liken it to when you watch those movies and they have like a new family moving into the community and the neighbors are like there goes the neighborhood we were we were that family Mm -hmm. that that the neighbors were like there goes the neighborhood (laughs) it was it was a mess but in the mess um, me and my siblings like I distinctively remember me and my siblings like being in elementary school, like we got to get this together. We ain't gonna make it. So, yeah. <laughs> so me and my siblings are super tight, even though we don't talk regularly. We are we are all super tight. In my
0: experience uh, similar in the fact that we grew up not having you are number one of five a lot of money. True, one of five. I'm the oldest. Uh, three brothers, one sister. So there's that that dynamic. Grew up in Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. Or oh, whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, grew up like I said, not not having a lot of money. So there's there was
1: that. Oh, there was a difference though, because you said you grew up broke. I grew up poor. Because remember you said. When you were like, you had mice in the house. And I you said, had mice we, had, in the house. we had rats too. And you no said, rats. no, no, no. It's a difference. It is a difference. Mice. An infestation is still an infestation. It is. Just so we're
0: clear. There's a time there was a bat in the house too. Oh, but, goodness. You know. Okay. So what happens when you open the windows, but you don't have screens. Every now and again, a bat will get in there.
1: Not in the south. Dude. That's, just, that's just a bit a Midwest mm. we'll continue.
0: So... In the way we were raised, most of my family, what I'm saying my cousins, my grandparents all from Columbus, so I saw them on a regular basis up until about the age of 12. Then we moved from Columbus, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. And even though it's about a 90 minute drive, it, it could have been like from me moving from Ohio to Florida because it started to be that amount of separation from the time I would you know I would see those relatives on a regular basis. And unlike some families, I'm close to the people I see on a regular basis. So you can be a blood relative, but if I don't see you or speak to you regularly, the relationship starts to drop off. And so I notice, you know, years later um, than about myself, but going from Columbus to Cincinnati, there was a time when we lived in Pennsylvania small town called Shippensburg from there back to Cincinnati, another stint in Columbus, Orlando, Florida, ultimately Jacksonville, Florida. And so for me, moving like that, I think uh, ninth grade, one one school year, 10th, 11th, a different school, 12th, another school. So it was hard to create roots. But it also put me in a place where it was like, I didn't feel like I needed that either. I got used to moving and kind of just being by myself or with the people I'm around. And so I see how that's played out now that we're grown, have children, and even in
1: the way we interact with our family. So I think that difference, I think that was a notable difference that showed up in our marriage Mm-hmm. um because i am very close to my family to the point where if there is a need with one of my siblings no matter who it is it's a given that we're going to we just going to support it's just like a given um so when it came down to um i think the model that i was raised up in is that like we we just, we support, not, I don't want to say support because it sounds like you don't support. You support, but your family unit is different from your sibling's family unit. Whereas yeah. I might know, I might not know everything about my sibling's family unit, but I know if they ask for something, it's, it's if I got it, they got it. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's talk about this. You, you will be almost like those. Imagine the Olympic rings, how they kind of overlap. That's kind of how I envision the way y'all handle things.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's because of the way that we were raised, because we were, me and my siblings were really, we I mean, we raised each other. So for us, it's more of a, okay, there's a need. We're going to pull together. And we're going to you know, make sure that that need is taken care of. No questions asked. Whereas with you, it's a, how long is this going to last? Uh, yeah. How much is it? <laughs> Uh, when do they need it and when can we get it back and it's like we want it back like what are you talking about we want it back well, Like <laughs>
0: sometimes we want it back but rarely when
1: yeah. that but I think for me it's um you want to make sure that there's a plan in place yes yeah, so not it's a not continuing. An
0: unconditional support however long you need it because I do feel like there is a personal responsibility that comes into play um my family, blood relatives, or yours, I do like to know that hey, there's some type of plan in place that we're helping with, not that you're now relying on us for aid. Because for me, it will get to a place where I feel like now I'm just being used.
1: And for me, it's like, this is just, this is just what, what family, what family does. And I don't think it, I don't think I recognized it as a big difference until we moved Back to Florida, and I started having my nieces and my nephews over the house all the time, like every weekend, during the week if I could. And I loved it. I was here for it. Every weekend, let me get up. <laughs> this is every weekend. And you were like, It's a little much for me. That's enough. Because yeah. we went from two to five, just four and then five.
0: And you know, the, when children are young. I just want to run around the house, so. And I was here Got for Got to be it. a little much.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I think that was definitely um, the the difference in the way that that we were raised, just in the way that I think we we get together too. Um, it's just it's just a different different type of connection because I mean I I feel like you're close to your siblings. But it's just a. You, you it's You right. different. We
0: keep talking about a difference because there are certain let's say the holidays what that means to you and the getting together with the family and the tradition around it. I think that's another thing we're seeing the differences It's just having those family traditions also. Yeah. And it all goes back to how you're raised or now, how do you want to move forward? And because it wasn't a big deal for me growing up, it wasn't a big deal as a grown up, And so I had to really put myself in a place of, okay, if this is important to you, I'm going to do all I can to help make this day be what you want it to be. Yeah. As opposed to having the attitude of it's not a big deal. Because just because it's not a big deal to me doesn't mean it wasn't a big deal to her. So having the family over here hosting or preparing a lot of food and taking it to them is a part of our, you can say our holiday season. And it does go back to...
1: That's how you were raised. Yeah, yeah, because the holiday season wasn't always that great. So now I make a big. uh It's interesting because even though. My background wasn't that great, it's almost like I swung the pendulum the opposite way and try to do the opposite of everything, even to the point where um when our kids say that they are they're hungry like that. Mm. I think. Because I knew hunger, <laughs> I never want that. I never want that to 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 be an experience for my for for our kids. So when our kids say it's hungry, it's like it's like sh- we're shutting the, the city down. Like get some food. How did it get to this point? What have you been doing? Why did you not like prepare meals in advance? It's like it's it's a big deal. And he and he has to remind me, like dear. They're alright. They are right. They're alright. They are alright They are alright they are right they did not want to stop watching those cartoons to eat. And and so for me it's just uh I automatically go back into this is this is how I was raised and now just learning that okay, I'm hungry does not necessarily mean what I think it to mean, which is I'm starving and I haven't eaten in a while.
0: Because and you're saying that, that type of thing is a trigger. Because yeah. she grew up hungry, what they call now food insecure. For her, it's always, I don't want my children to be in that place. Yeah. And they're not. But sometimes I'm just saying I'm hungry makes her feel like, okay. I got to do something. I got to do something about this or I haven't done something. And I think that is something we look at differently and say, well, you know.
1: Yeah, it used to cause a lot of tension.
0: It did. And, And... Unnecessary
1: tension, I feel yeah. like.
0: So it would be one of those situations where it's like, why are you so upset about...
1: And we had to talk about it in order for her to get to, to get to their root because yeah. I had a... I, I did not realize at the time that it was a trigger for me. Just like I didn't realize at the time when we got married that I was still... Even though I trust my husband and I feel safe with him, there was still um, a sense of me protecting myself. Mm-hmm. And I think our son was not even a year old. We were in Ohio and we went to, uh, I took my son to the grocery grocery store and um, where we lived at the time, there were like these windy roads. Like you don't, you don't get on these roads by accident. You don't end up at our house. So I'm leaving the grocery store and I see this truck behind me. We turn in the first corner, turn in the second corner, turn in the third corner. So I'm like, Hmm, this is a little suspicious. So, by the time we get to that fourth, fifth corner, like, I'm already triggered to, okay, self-protection. I call my husband. I'm like, hey, meet me outside. No, by the time I pull in, I'm already unbuckled. The baby seat is already unbuckled. I get Bishop Bishop out the car. I'm, I'm handing my son over to the husband. I'm like, hold the baby. Somebody will follow me. I'll be right back. And you were like, whoa, whoa. You hold the baby. <laughs> Let me
0: see what's going on. <laughs> When she called me ahead of time, I thought it was gonna be like, hey, I'm home. Can you help me get these groceries out the car? <laughs>
1: nope. I mean follow followed. hold the baby. I got this. It's like, calm down. I'm kidding the house. <laughs> yeah. But again, it goes into that that that's how I was raised. Just, you know, just automatically, there's a problem, let's solve it. And you like, it don't it don't it doesn't need to be to be all that at all. Mm-hmm. Like Not at all. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a transition um, for us. But even in a way, um, like I think our financial situation um, for me, even though I'm in finance, I think sometimes my background of of how I was raised comes up because sometimes I feel like I need to um, save every penny and get the best deal because it's going to run out. And you are more more on the quality of something. Absolutely. You want high quality, whatever it is. And I'm like, but is there a coupon?
0: Was it on sale? Was
1: it on How sale? How much
0: did we say?
1: <laughs> Where you buy me my purse? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh,
0: oh. Yeah. She asked me if I remember when I bought her this purse. And this goes back to upbringing. I'm yeah. looking for quality. I mean, this is my wife. I wanted to have the best we can afford to get. So I get her a purse for Christmas, once she's mentioned, you know, I want this. We're able to get it. I give it to her and she's cheesing about it. She's enjoying it. She likes it. I did like it. But what she liked more was the fact that (laughs) it was on sale when I purchased it. That was the biggest gift of all.
1: (laughs) I was like, how much did you say? 20%? (laughs) The biggest (laughs) gift of all. So then how, let's talk about how this could be problematic if you don't recognize mm. the triggers.
0: Well, see, recognizing the triggers and addressing them. goes—that's yeah. That's just your communication. Okay, that's what we're touching on there. Because it's one thing to see it, hear about it, but are you going to make the change so that the, your partner feels comfortable? They feel loved. They feel like you're hearing me. And you're making a change for my benefit. Because when you don't make those changes, then it does make the relationship tense. It can make the atmosphere in your house uh, awkward. Mm-hmm. And you've got couples who are two and three days in the same house without talking to each other. Because when they do speak, the things you're saying to each other are triggering bad memories.
1: Yeah. Um, or you're responding from the trauma. Yeah. 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 So it's really just getting to the root of it and then allowing space and time for your partner to change because even today, okay, I told you that my upbringing was surrounded by mostly poverty and violence. When we met, I was carrying a fight kit in my truck mm-hmm. in my in my truck. What was in the kit? Don't worry about that. Okay? And <laughs> backing in everywhere. Cause you never know when the jump off is going to take place. You got to
0: speed off real quick. But I
1: but I digress. The point is, um, because you were not raised around violence, this was like it was foreign to me. His concept of just you're going to be okay, like you don't always have to prepare and look for exits and and, and be okay. Be aware, and, but not to, you know be aware of, but not always on. suspicious. Yeah, yeah, and so it is. I don't carry a fight kit in my trunk anymore. And my blade has gotten smaller, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but I still carry one. So the point is allowing the space, allowing space and time for your partner to change and not getting frustrated for things that they don't let go. Like I still back in everywhere that I go, mainly because at this point, I don't think I know how to forward park, but But it's, it's, it's knowing what habits or triggers you need to challenge your partner to change, and then what habits or triggers you just realize aren't aren't that, that big a deal. And
0: in order to get to that place, you got to have a safe place. I'm talking about emotionally. Yeah. So that you can discuss why this triggers me the way it does. And 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 be okay sharing that personal, sometimes hurtful information and know, all right, I can share this with you because we're in that safe place. You're not gonna turn on me. You and know, you're not gonna repeat it. Yeah, you're not gonna hurt me with this information. Let's get it out there. Yeah. Let's let's heal. So now we can we can be open to any level of conversation. That's what it really does. It frees you up. You know what areas are you can say soft spots or red buttons. I'm not gonna push that button, but it leaves it, it. It really opens up the intimacy. So now we can just have conversations about basically anything.
1: Yeah. And
0: I know, okay, this it could be something like a movie, and I'll say to her, you know, this is probably the one you want to watch. Yeah. This is not something you're gonna be interested in because we've had enough of those conversations for me to know what the what uh, movies trigger me. Yeah, what the sensitive areas are? Absolutely.
1: So, and what songs trigger me too?
0: Trigger? Uh, yeah, probably more so songs than uh, movies.
1: Because you are bringing in your whole history, and no matter how many conversations you have with your partner, there's still going to be things that you find out during the course of like of over time. Mm-hmm. i gonna say that sometimes things can be some memories can be like tucked away and you don't even remember them until something
0: years later counseling.
1: Well, that, too, <laughs> that, too. But some things can just be tucked away. and You don't even realize it as a trigger or realize that you are parenting a certain way because of the way that you were raised or handling finances a certain way. Or handling finances is a big one, because I think that's that's the biggest way that I think, at least for us, we've seen the differences in how we were raised, because, you know, I am more of a I don't want to run out. (laughs) So what can we do right now so that we don't run out? Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I remember the story. And I want to share because it, it goes into the way you were raised. I touched on earlier in the episode, the moving around. But what I haven't spoken on that I saw affect us in our marriage and the fact with, with our children is our parents and then the way they parented us and how that affects the way you parent your children. And so that's one thing I found out later in life that I had not necessarily addressed issues I had with my parents and it was coming across with the way I was raising my son. Not as much my daughter, but my son. And so it was a couple of years ago, you know, sat down with my parents and really just had a heart to heart about things that I remembered from my past and the way it played out. And they shared what they remembered and, and reasons why, you know, it played out the way it did. Or um, one thing that was shared was, you know, you might have known you you knew what you saw, but you yeah. don't know why you saw it. Right. You knew what happened, but you don't know why it happened. So I was getting more of that explanation that has helped me even in the way I parent now. And so even when you're looking at the way I was raised, yeah, the finances are one thing. The location where you lived is another thing. But how your parents raised you Mm -hmm. is a huge part. Yeah. Because sometimes it might be great, but there could be things that you have to unlearn.
1: Yeah, I would say that in regards to the parenting piece, because me and my siblings kind of raised each other, Mm -hmm. we raised each other, even though it was tough, like with the joking, always playful, because we were kids, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) And whereas you grew up in a very serious household.
0: Mm -hmm. Serious.
1: So when we had our, our son, you had to learn how to play. Yeah. And because I'm, I'm I stay playing, so it wasn't. But I think that
0: was playing too much, or whatever.
1: <laughs> but it was, even though I, 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 I have that characteristic of wanting to play, wanting to be high energy, you know, for the kids. I have to give him space to learn how to play and not judge you and what do you mean you 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 you're learning this what do you mean it's taking you time and you know not expecting him to you know be perfect overnight mm-hmm. and so that's huge i think that was a huge um um self-realization freed me up yeah freed and, I, and i'm and i glad that you realized it at such an early age with him so yeah. it did not impact him you know uh now, because now I think you two have a great relationship. Teenagers, um, but he's still a mama's boy. Mm. So, um, see, now we can do the wrap up. I feel like we got everything. All right, all right. Um, now, so what you got for kissing, and, Kiss and connect. So this week, if you are allowed to do it safely, being mindful of social distancing, um, you and your partner should do a sip and paint, or paint and sip. One of the two where you're sipping, you paint. Um, If, however, you are in one of the locations where maybe those um, businesses have not yet opened, you can go online and print out some things or go to one of the um, Michaels or one of the Hobby Lobby stores and do the paint by numbers. And you can do a sip and paint at home. Don't talk about me because I know you're gonna mention the paint by numbers. That's, I have a paint by numbers that has been sitting on the side of my bed for months. This I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. It's I a Van Gogh, so you want to make sure one number painting. You want to respect don't Van need that much respect. I, well, he went through a lot in his life. Mm. I want to make sure I do it right. Um, so yes, you can get a, a paint by numbers from a Hobby Lobby or Michaels. Or you can order one from Amazon and just do an in-house safe social distancing sip and paint uh, with you and your partner.
0: Yeah. If you've been enjoying the podcast, enjoying the uh, YouTube channel, subscribe, rate it.
1: And send us your topics and suggestions at info at Absolutely. And you might be part of one of our future
0: episodes. Absolutely. Connect with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at GardenLifeMarriage. That wraps up today's episode.
1: All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time when we talk about what about your friends. What
0: about your friends? And
1: remember...
0: Marriage is a journey. Yes. Plan accordingly. Plan accordingly.